Welcome to this week's episode of Men of Integrity. My name is Cody Thrash. The Bible tells us, There hath no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful. So let's talk about it. What's going on, gentlemen? Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Men of Integrity. This is the first episode of 2021. And I'm so glad that you've chosen this podcast. Uh, we, we, we really hope that this ministry and that everything that's involved with it is going to help you. It's going to be uh, something to push you in the direction that you know you need to go. But you've possibly been thinking, well, I've dealt with this all my life or, or most of my life. And, and there's no way that I can that I can overcome these issues. You may be thinking, well, I'm not strong enough, or or I'm not good enough, or I'm not worthy. Whatever the case may be, I, I know the thoughts of the road to overcoming pornography addiction is impossible. But let me tell you, gentlemen, it isn't. It's not impossible. Hard as it may be, it's possible. This podcast is 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 designed, and it's it's out there to help everyone that it possibly can. So if you or, or you know somebody who's struggling or, or and again, it's, it's, I'm not asking you to assume that your friends are all steeped in pornography, but gentlemen, a lot of us have this issue. A lot of us deal with this and we, we fight the loneliness, we fight the struggle, we fight it on our own and it's, it's overwhelming at times. I've had multiple people reach out to me talking about how they 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 consistently feel overwhelmed by the cravings by the nature of this sin by the the fear they feel the anxiety they feel even when they when they come to a point of bravery and and courage about talking to somebody because look regardless of how you may think about this and and regardless of your past and your history Psychology and, and everything involved with addiction says that a major turnaround is when you decide to talk to somebody. So I, I want you to know that if the first step you can take is to message me, to uh, direct message me on Instagram or, or on Facebook, if, if that's the first step you can take to talking to somebody, you need to do that. If you haven't made the New Year's resolution, I understand I'm not really big on New Year's resolutions. I just like to consistently make better habitual changes for my life on a regular basis. But if you haven't chosen a a New Year's revolution and you're dealing with pornography, I, I would make this choice. I would reach out to somebody. I would pray about it. I would fast about it. And I would find somebody to reach out to, somebody you trust. It's important that you can trust them, that they're not going to run you down and make you feel bad about yourself. Look, guys, we would never want to make somebody feel bad if they came to us. Put yourself in this position. You get a text from your friend that says, hey, man, can I call you? And you text back, yes. Yeah, man, call me. And he calls and he, he begins to confess to you the sin of pornography because it is eating him alive. And you, uh, you know, and again, I want to justify you, but at the same time, I don't want to give you justification. You, you're unsure, you're, 
you're not you've never dealt with this before anxiety and nervousness because maybe even you're dealing with it or you've dealt with it in the past and you don't know what to say and so you might laugh or write them off and say oh man it's not that big a deal you can handle it or or you or you judge them and or or maybe maybe you act all good and, and friendly on the phone yeah man I've got your back and I'll help you and then you go around to the friends that y'all have and you might you might run him down well, guess who's dealing? Guess who called, man? He called me, and he's dealing with pornography. Man, that's disgusting, isn't it? When, regard, when in actuality, m- most of us, anybody who would say things like that, you're probably dealing with pornography too. Anyways, let's get back to the original point. It is important, men, that if you're dealing with this, that you begin to speak to somebody. But here's the truth of the matter. This is what I want to talk about tonight the the main topic the truth of the matter is is that a lot of men will not choose to talk to reach out to somebody to get help on their own they they just won't choose that it's going to be generally when when the spouse finds out or when the boss finds out or when pastor finds out or or when friend find whatever the case may be girlfriend boyfriend However it happens, it's usually, uh, and the question I put here is, is, is so she found out, uh, she caught you, right? Or, or maybe even, uh, y- maybe you are one of the ones who are just fed up with this, with this hidden sin that's in your life. You're fed up with the way it's making you feel. You're, you're fearful of the, the side effects that are beginning to happen. You're, you're beginning to notice erectile dysfunction, uh, lack of uh, involvement or interest with your spouse, and you're fearful. Regardless of the reason, whether you've been caught, uh, whether you've been uh, told on, whatever the case may be, and now you, you, you need to talk to somebody. And so I ask, I ask you, you have this question, well, what now? Who do I talk to? What, what do I say? How do I start this conversation? And that's what I want to talk about tonight. First, before we talk about going to somebody, whether whoever we're going to go to, we need to understand this. The Bible tells us that God is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins. You know, we got to confess those sins to Him. I'm not going to ever tell you, or nor is it biblical for you to run around airing your sins out to everybody and their mama. It's in but it is vitally important that you confess those sins to the Lord, that you, that you commit your life to a, a lifestyle of repentance. Repentance, you know it, man. It's not just a, oh, I'm sorry, Lord, I won't do it. It's a a complete turnaround. Noah, in the Old Testament, whenever... Whenever God decides to to flood the earth, he he says that it he it repented him because of the way the earth had become. It, men's minds were evil continually, and all the bad things that were going on. And so God repented, and in repentance, He destroyed it. And so your first priority is to repent. 
whether whether you are filled with the Holy Ghost dealing with this sin or or you've never been filled with the Holy Ghost and the reason you have had had trouble praying through is because of this hidden sin and you know everybody's saying pray through pray through they're praying for you and they're they're asking God to bless you with the gift of the Holy Ghost and you can't pray through because because you're dealing with this sin and nobody knows it again it's hidden right that's the that could be the problem why you've been able unable to be filled. Repentance is the first priority. It's very important that you repent, men. And just as the Bible tells us that that we repent, and, and if you haven't been baptized in the name of Jesus, it's imperative that you be baptized in the name of Jesus. Peter says in the book of Acts that, that we're baptized in the name of Jesus for remission of our sins. And when somebody, when somebody is baptized in the name of Jesus, that remission, it, it literally means to wash away. This is where the blood of Jesus is applied. It's, it's important that the washing, cleansing blood of Jesus be applied to you. And, and it's done in the, in the baptismal waters. When the name of Jesus, the only name wherewith we must be saved, Acts 4 and 12, the only name is called upon you. And at that point, along with repentance, you're now, you're now a clean slate. We've heard this all our lives. We know this. We, we understand this. But it's important that if you haven't done this, this is where you begin. And, and our next major priority after this is that if you are not filled with the Holy Ghost, you need the power of the Holy Ghost. Men, men it, is, it is practically impossible for you to... Uh, it's practically impossible for you to withstand and overcome this sin, this pattern of sin. Not only is it a sexual sin which men desire so strongly, but it's now a behavioral sin. It's, it's also a, an addiction. And all of these things together compound this into something that is extremely difficult. You need the power of the Holy Ghost. If you're a backslider, if you've never been filled with the Holy Ghost, if you're seeking it now, or or maybe even uh, whatever the case, maybe you're looking and, and, and need a renewal of the Spirit, now is the time to start seeking that. You need that. God uses the terms in the Bible. He says, filled with the Spirit. And you've all heard this, this analogy. It's when you take a cup and you, and you put it under running water. And you begin to fill that cup with water. Even if it's at the very brim, if it isn't overflowing, it is not filled. It's close. You could get up to 99.99% filled. But until it overflows, one could not say that it's completely filled. And so the Bible explains to us that being filled with the Spirit, is, it's, it's like rivers of living water flowing from our bellies. The, 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 the mind is, is given to God. The tongue is given to God and, and He takes it. And when He has complete control of it, when you've repented, when you've, when you've done all these things and you yield yourself completely and totally to God, He will fill you with His Spirit and you will speak in other tongues as the Spirit gives the utterance. Not as, not as my mind, my understanding would do, but as the Spirit gives the utterance. That is, that is where the power of God begins in us. And we all know that, 
We all know this story, and I'm saying this for for anyone who who's never heard. If if this is all new to you, I would urge you to read the chapter, uh, the the whole book of Acts. Just go ahead and read the whole book of Acts, and see about the miracles that happened in the new in, in the New Testament church. We're a part of the New Testament church, and and we've got to follow the pattern that God laid out in the book of Acts in in, in the whole New Testament for us. That's that's our first priority. Pray through. Repent and pray through, men. But, you know, regardless of how we look at it now, it's, it's important that we begin to consider confessing to someone. The Bible tells us that when we confess to God, our, our sins are forgiven. Yes. But then he goes on to say in another verse, that, that when we confess one to another, healing begins. The process of healing, it starts and, is, and is, is given power by confession to someone else. Now, you must pray for this. You, you must pray and, and ask God to give you wisdom and understanding of who you should speak to. Whether it be your pastor, I am all for if you're if you're dealing with this, I am all I, I believe in one hundred percent that that you should talk to your pastor. I, I think it's, for me, I talked to my pastor and and he was a world of help. He for for, for so long I thought, well, if I talk to him, he's going to be mad at me. He's going to be disappointed in me. He's gonna. I, I was being used at our church at the time, and and I thought, well, you know, and and he'd set me down. He would, he would, you know, say, well, you know, you don't need to be doing anything for the kingdom. But that was not the case. My pastor loved me and, and he, you know, he, he, he maintained my dignity. And so on the converse, if you're a pastor out there, you might be a young pastor who's never dealt with something like this. You've never had a saint come to you and, and tell you that they're dealing with pornography. And so I say to you, pastor, Remain calm, ask God to give you wisdom, and, and whatever you do, do whatever you can to preserve that man's dignity. He, he's come to you in confidence. He is, he's not asking you to, to, to go in front of the congregation and, and, to, and to air out his, his, his laundry and his sin, hoping that he will repent and come to the, come to, come to the altar, however you're, you're planning. But what he needs is someone who he can trust to, to help him. To, to push him in, uh, in confidentiality, in, in ways and in areas of confidentiality, in times when you can, when you can uh, motivate him to keep on going, Pastor. You can do that. He needs that, that confidence from you. And, and, and in general, if, if somebody's truly repentant, they don't have to be sat down. Again, you use your wisdom there. But if it's somebody that's being used and they're trying, again, it, it's all subject it's all about the your specific situation and i'm not i can't tell everybody every situation you're going to have to seek it from the holy ghost let's go back to the saint who has uh, decided they want to talk to somebody or or the person new to god and you want to find the lord first and foremost and you want to get freedom and deliverance from from pornography and you need to find somebody to talk to. So first, I would consider your pastor. I'm not saying that that's the best option. 
there's really, again, it's situational. But your pastor, you might want to talk to your pastor. Another person that you might want to speak to is your spouse. Again, it's situational. I've had it recommended to me. I've read in many, many books and many different things, different psychological papers, uh, different addiction papers that sometimes, since this is technically, it's, it's really just a sin against your own self. Now, if we get down to brass tacks, if we get down to the basic, uh, the basics of this sin, it, it's the Bible tells us that, that God wants us to stray from this type of sin because we we sin against our own body. Technically, now and again, fundamentally and technically, you have not committed sin against your spouse other than lying to them. Uh, you, you've you've not technically committed adultery by looking at pornography. And again, these are all gray areas. You have to kind of, you, you look at it as you see it, but technically, you haven't, you've sinned mainly against yourself. So when talking to your, your spouse, she first and foremost needs to be filled with the Holy Ghost because, and, and she's right to do so, but she's probably going to be highly offended. She's probably going to be to feel betrayed, to feel as if you've you've uh, went out of their your marriage covenant and and committed this act. She's going to feel as if you've committed adultery. Again, the Bible does say that that not not because of touching the woman, but when you look upon a woman to lust, you've committed adultery. Those are the words of Jesus, and I do understand that. But when it comes to the physical. Uh, the reason for the, to, for divorce, for example, you can again. I'm just going with scripture here, but but the Bible tells us that we're not to divorce except for, for fornication, except for adultery, specifically adultery. And so we really don't have a cause for divorce here. God is much more interested in reconciliation between you two. But again. Every situation is different. Some situations I would recommend that you that you tell your spouse. Other situations I would not recommend that. I would recommend that you put what's under the blood under the blood. If you've repented, if you've been baptized in the name of Jesus, at least in the past, or maybe you haven't and now you have, you're choosing that. If you've repented and you're making the conscious choice to move forward away from this sin, as long as you're making progress, I, I, I would put it under the blood. And I would, I would never mention it again. It's not hiding anything because, again, when you repent of something, the Lord, the Lord forgets it. It says, the Bible tells us, and we all know the scripture, that it's cast into the sea of forgetfulness. We have to, we have to believe that, right? It's not, it is biblical that God forgets it. We've, taught, we've been taught all our life that, we're, that when we're buried in baptism with Him, we're washed, we're cleansed, we're white as snow, we're, we're covered and, and protected by the blood of the Lamb. Do we believe this? And if we believe this, then it's not necessary to, to confess to every person. But again, it's important that you use wisdom. We're talking about who you need to talk to. We're talking about who you need to begin your, 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 your confession process to, whether it be pastor 
or wife. The next great option is an elder in your church who isn't a pastor, maybe a deacon or maybe somebody who's well at, who's very involved in teaching Bible studies, who's involved in discipleship. Um, somebody like that, because li- most likely an elder who's involved in, in discipleship has dealt with this before. Uh, again, it's just, a, it's just a great example. It's a great option. Somebody, uh, a friend in, in the church. Now, your best friend, your best buddy is generally not the best option. Unless you two have the relationship where you can really hold each other accountable. If you respect this person enough uh, that that when they call you for an accountability checkup that you're going to tell them the truth, that's the main deal. This person, whoever you choose, they have to be able to call you and, and, and ask you, hey, have you had an issue with pornography this week? And you have to be able to tell them yes or no. And you have to be able to do it honestly. And so that's why sometimes the spouse isn't the best idea. Because can they do this without lots of emotion? Your pastor has a great benefit because he has the wisdom of the Holy Ghost. Can, can he talk to you and can he preach to you on Sunday without, without emotion, without the emotion, without, uh, without uh, how do I want to put this? Uh can, can he do it without letting everybody know that you're dealing with pornography? Because again, it's not the congregation's business that you're dealing with this. You do have, you do have a, uh, an obligation to them. You have an obligation to your congregation, to your church family, to get over this addiction, to overcome this, this sin. You do, but they don't, it's, not their, it's not necessarily their business to know it all. So the, the majority, the, the real big factor here the major part of this is can whoever your your accountability partner is, whoever you choose to confess to, and maybe who you can begin your confession to is not who will end up being your accountability partner. I've seen this a lot too. You can, uh, for me, for example, I confess to my pastor. He did not want not not that he's not unable. He is completely able. But he did, he did not choose to be my accountability partner. He recommended that I choose somebody else. He recommended that I choose somebody that I respected. And, and so that was the case. I, cho- I chose somebody that I respected uh, based on his recommendation. Now again, all of this is situational. But these are the, the three big ones that I would consider. Pastor, spouse, maybe and an elder or someone you respect, possibly a close friend, but as long as you have a great, uh, a very good relationship and respect with them. And and in all things, pick somebody who's not going to go running around telling everybody your business. That's important, okay? Um, but with all of this, again, situational. If you have a specific question or if you've got a specific situation that you'd like to discuss, I would love that if you would send me a a message on Instagram, direct message. That's the easiest way and the quickest way to get in touch with me. Uh, Instagram, direct message. It's Men of Integrity MS. It's all of our platform is all the same throughout. Um, if it's if it's anywhere, it's Men of Integrity MS. So so reach out there on on the direct message. I've had a number of people already do so. And, and it really helps when I can get some specifics of the situation 
to give a better uh, a, a better recommendation. And again, it might. It, I'm not guaranteeing a perfect recommendation. I'm not guaranteeing a 100% accurate or or uh, an effective. Uh, I'm, I'm not. I'm not guaranteeing guaranteeing anything. But I am telling you that I'm willing and more than glad to help. I, I want to be a help to you. So send me a direct message in Instagram, and we can get specifics. You know, another question that came to me or not a question necessarily, but a testimony came to me. And, and they, says, they say they were introduced to porn through social media. I want to do a whole episode on social media, but I just want to touch this as a continuation along with accountability. One of the first things you need to do, along with that confession, along with getting somebody to talk to you, Beginning the conversation process, it would be wise of you to to get away from anything that's going to cause a relapse or a trigger or possible uh, failure in your in your path. And and so most social media is a huge one. Social media is is difficult. And I know I'm asking you to message me on Instagram, which is one of the worst ones. You really, really have to guard yourself if you're going to use social media platforms these days. Because, again, the majority of our young people, the majority of, uh, of young men, 11, 12, 13, however old they are when they get their phone, their first experience to pornography is via social media. Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, whatever platform you might use. And, and and I'm not asking you to do this, but you all know, just flip over to, to the Explore section on Instagram and see what you find. It's not hard to get yourself down a rabbit hole that maybe not be, it might not be pornography. It, it, it might just be, you know, a, a girl uh, twerking to some song. But that'll lead your mind. And again, I, I don't think Watching a girl twerk to some song is good for a young man or an older man at all. I'm not saying that that's okay. I'm just saying that that it's an it, it's it's the beginning of escalation. Before you know it, that's that simple thing there is going to be boring. To an 11 year old, that's fantastic though, right? We all we all understand our our desires. I think this is close to finishing up for today. If the audio sounds different, please understand. I am traveling. Uh, I'm away from my my office and I am conducting this recording with my cell phone using the Anchor podcast app. Uh, so the audio might sound a little different. I hope it's I hope it's still of a good quality because I wanted to make sure that I'm, I'm continuing with my schedule and staying on task. We've got a lot of good things to talk about over the next few months in the first season of January uh, of of 2021. We we've got a lot of things. Uh, um, and some of the topics, it's it's again tonight we're talking about you know so so somebody found out you know somebody's found out that you're doing what do you, what do you do, and and the first thing to do is is to is to confess and find somebody to talk to. We're gonna we're gonna talk about a lot more issues. I'm gonna talk about social media. I'm gonna talk about uh, the continuance uh, when you, when you've gotten a little bit of uh, well what what we would call a little bit of a win. We're going to have a, a whole episode talking about maybe you're a month in or you're two months in or you're six months in and you've been, you've been, really, uh, been really taking care of yourself and you've been really careful with your schedules and, and your triggers and, and what can you start to do to implement 
a lifestyle that, that is the lifestyle of an overcomer. We don't want to dwell on the fact that we're, that we're sinners because when you've repented and when you've, when you've been baptized in the name of Jesus, you're not a sinner. Man, you're, you're, you're on the path to righteousness. You're on the path to perfection. All you've got to do is continue reading that Bible, continue studying the Word, get in a Bible study with an elder at your church, get in a Bible study with your pastor if possible, and, and, and whatever you do, continue your path on to discipleship. It's, it's a never-ending path. You, once you get the Holy Ghost and you're, and you're filled with the power of God and you're living for Him and you're doing all the things, you're, you're ministering in your church and, and serving at your local congregation in some way, that's only the beginning. It's now time to strive to perfection. I really do appreciate each and every listener. It, 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 it's wonderful to me, not that men are dealing with pornography, but but that men are willing to reach out. I, I do think I'm thankful for the ones who reach out to me and ask me questions or maybe they just tell me thank you for this ministry. It really, really means a lot. Sometimes, as, as, as with anything, you do something and, and you worry. You say, well, what's the point of doing this? Or, you know, the devil gets on, on everybody. He, he's no respecter of persons, the devil. He, he gets on me, he gets on my friends, and the things he tells me is that this is not effective and it's not worth your time and, and things of that nature, but I know it's effective and I know it's worth my time. And so, so I'm thankful to each and every one of you who listen and who reach out. I really am thankful. I am praying for you. If you've, if you've reached out to me and, and I've seen your name, I, I've written it down and I'm calling in, in, in prayer I really do th I really do believe that it's important that we pray for each other. And and I'm asking you men uh if you would pray for me. Pray for this ministry, pray for this podcast. It needs to be effective for the for the glory of God and to the empowerment of our church. We need to be free from pornography. We need to be free from sexual sin. I mean, it's imperative. We, we go to church, and I know you've been there. I know we've, we've seen this. We, we go to the church, and all the men, we're like, we're, like, uh, we're, we're solid. We're, we're tight. We can't pray through. We can't, all we're doing, we're just weeping, begging God to help us, while the women on the other side are throwing down in the Holy Ghost. They're, they're shouting, and they're, they're coming off platforms out of choir lofts, and they're, and they're running, and they're, they're doing all the things, and us men, we're... We're wondering, what are we doing wrong? How do we get this? Well, as a, as a group, men, we're not where we're supposed to be. We're, not, we're meant to be the powerhouse in the church. We're meant to be a powerhouse to get along with the women. We're meant to be the carriers of God's glory. It's important. Anyways, I'm praying for you. I'm so thankful. I, I do I urge you. Create some new habits this year. Create some some new desires for the Lord, some and and get some ways started that you can deepen your relationship with God. It's very important that that in these last days you deepen the relationship with God. You've got to know Him, and He's got to know you. And if you've if you've enjoyed this podcast, if it's been any help to you, the last thing I'll ask you, I, I'm trying not to. Uh, scour this podcast with a bunch of ad breaks and a bunch of affiliate links, I ask of only one thing. If you would consider to support this podcast through the Patreon account. If you'll go to Patreon uh, and type in Men of Integrity MS, we have an account there. And what it is, is it's a simple way that you could uh, contribute to this podcast. Again, only if you feel led to... <music>